From WUWM, Milwaukee's NPR, this is Capital Notes, a podcast about Wisconsin politics and politicians. I'm Marty Michelson. Each week, I discuss noteworthy developments with J.R. Ross, editor of WISPolitics.com. Here's our latest conversation. So, J.R., a group of Wisconsin residents filed a federal lawsuit late last week challenging some local stay-at-home orders that were put in place after the Wisconsin Supreme Court threw out Governor Tony Evers' statewide safer-at-home order. These measures were put in place in order to combat the coronavirus. The lawsuit mentions Dane County and the city of Madison in particular, as officials in those locations have extended their orders to July 15th. What do you think is going to happen here? Good question because there, don't forget there's still a lawsuit pending before the state Supreme Court that um, seeks to overturn the stay-at-home order on First Amendment grounds and other grounds. The court has not ruled on that one yet, so there's that still hanging out there plus this. So the, basically the legal fight isn't over yet about the stay-at-home orders, uh, both at the state and on the federal level. And it just it's hard to predict what a court's going to do or how it's going to view these arguments. People who have challenged them have had success in other states, other federal jurisdictions. This is the first federal lawsuit that I know of in Wisconsin about a local order, so it's a case of first impression, at least in the federal courts in the Wisconsin districts. In another development, Wisconsin's unemployment rate soared to 14% in April because of mass layoffs due to coronavirus, according to the Department of Workforce Development. It's a level not seen since the Great Depression. At the same time, Republicans have criticized the Evers administration for being slow to pay the claims. Of more than 2 million weekly claims filed since mid-March, nearly three-quarters of a million people still have not received benefits. Why is Wisconsin so far behind in paying the claims? And do you think this will affect Democrats at the polls this fall, or even Governor Evers in 2022 if he seeks re-election? Well, a couple explanations we've got from the Evers administration include things like the Department of Workforce Development has an antiquated computer system that has been difficult to reconfigure to address the federal uh, additional federal money going to people who have been laid off. Um, there have been additional hurdles added to the uh, application process for unemployment going back to 2011 while Republicans were in charge. You know, and just the absolute crush of calls they've received uh, since it began, they're all part of the problem. Now, the Evers administration announced a couple weeks ago it had like less than 50 people processing claims before this all began through the combination of transfers of employees from other agencies, transfers within DWD employees, and hiring or signing contracts with three new call centers, they'll have about 1,300 people total working on unemployment claims by sometime in June, end of June, I think it is. Now, that's a huge number of bodies throughout the issue. The question is, why didn't they start sooner? Could they have started sooner? Those things we're all trying to figure out. Looking forward, yeah, I mean, we don't know where COVID-19 is going to go, um, how the fallout's going to take hold in Wisconsin politically. But if this is still an issue, you know, going forward, for a long time, yeah, it can stick. This is a question of we're such a unique environment with COVID-19, it's hard to say what's going to be a lingering issue come November of 2022, let alone this November, for crying out loud. I mean, it's just as, as much of things are changing so quickly in the state. And finally, Republican State Senator Dave Craig of Big Bend has announced he is not seeking re-election this fall. 
Craig joins a number of other senators in announcing their departures, including Democratic Senate Minority Leader Jennifer Schilling of La Crosse, who abruptly resigned and vacated her seat recently. Why are so many state senators retiring? Oh, well, it's a combination of things. For Dave Craig, uh, he said it was just time. He has six kids, so that it was uh, too much to ask, basically, to do one more four-year term. He's been in the legislature for almost 10 years, so it was time. Uh, Jennifer Schilling, she decided a combination of factors for Schilling, who was, was a minority leader. Um, she actually resigned her seat because she's pursuing a, a, another career and said that state law says you have to leave if you've got a con- potential conflict. But, you know, being a minority leader, there are a couple of things going on. One, people I've talked to, the Democrats are not getting out of the minority anytime soon in the Senate, so it's not a great prospect for doing something else. Two, there is a certain frustration among some Democrats I talked to about working with the Evers administration. That's been sometimes difficult. They haven't been as good as they could have been in working with lawmakers on having a long-term plan. Just a combination of things. Plus, with Schilling, you know, she has two young children. Um, her parents are both killed uh, in a robbery at a restaurant they owned in northern Illinois like 20-some years ago. Her kids are getting close to that age that she was when her parents were killed. You can't discount that family uh, issue there about wanting to be around your kids as they're growing up. Others, Fred Risser of Madison, he's been in the office for almost 60 years. Uh, He realized that he was going to turn, I think he turned 93 this year, that he would have turned 97 at some point in this term if he ran for election again, just thought it was time to walk away. Dave Hansen in Green Bay, he's been in office for 20 years in the state Senate. uh, He decided it was time to hang it up. Then you have Luther Olson, Republican for Ripon. He also is not seeking re-election. Same thing. He's been around since the mid-90s in the legislature, or late 90s, I think it was, and decided, hey, I've, I've had enough. Um, Tom Tiffany, he's resigned his Senate seat because he won a seat in Congress. He's just, you have all kinds of factors going into why these guys are leaving. And don't forget, we're at seven departures right now. If Scott Fitzgerald, the majority leader, wins a congressional seat this fall, the fifth, he also would leave. That would be eight. So you're talking about one-fourth of the Senate turning over in one term, not counting anybody who might lose a race this fall. That's a, that's a significant change in the, the makeup of that body in this course of a year. That's WISPolitics.com editor J.R. Ross. You can join us each week for our conversations. And if you haven't done so already, subscribe to Capital Notes on iTunes, NPR One, or wherever you get your podcasts.